Masechet Yoma, Daf Nun Zayin 57. And we are going to the next step of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, uh, which is uh, that he sprinkled on the inside um, in the Kodesh Kodeshim. And now he's going to go and sprinkle on the outside. And so we're going to study some details about that. So Tana, when he sprinkles on the parochet, on the curtain, he doesn't uh, aim to be to, uh, aim to be on the curtain itself, or rather in front of the curtain. It'll actually, the blood will end up on the floor in front of the curtain, like we see in this picture right here. It goes on the floor, right? It lands on the floor. So that's where that's where he's aiming. Uh, similar to the kapodet, where also. Um, it's ala kapot nefne kapodit, but that means actually on the floor in front of the kapodit. So that's what the Braita says. And um, but then the Braita continues with an alternate opinion. This is an amazing thing, like an uh, archaeologist here. Um, Rabbi El Azad happened to be in Rome. And when Rome came and uh, destroyed the Bet HaMikdash, they took with them all of the, the Menorah, the Shulchan. We have that on the, on the um, Arch of Titus. Besides that, they also took the Parochet, a very finely you know, woven material, and they put it on display. Uh, we actually know that they put a lot of the items that they stole, took, uh, ransacked on display in Rome in something called the Temple of Peace. Uh, you can go there now. Uh, this is what it looks like if you go visit now. You just see the bottoms of some of the columns. Um, if you want to see a reconstruction, this is what it looked like uh, back in the day. Uh, a colonnade uh, with open area and enclosed area. And if they would uh, take, they would go and get all of the uh, various things that they, uh, that they took from uh, wherever they conquered and put it on display here. So it was ironically called the Temple of Peace because it was actually all the things that they won in war. <laughs> but um, well, after they won all the war, then they said, see, now there's peace. Um, so this was, uh, well, in a way, it's not so different from uh, the British Museum or the Louvre and uh, also shows all the things that those uh, European countries uh, took from the various colonies that they had. Um, so apparently um, this Tana went to Rome and he went to visit. This was way after the Betamigdas was destroyed. He lived um, like around 200. By the way, this Temple of Peace was uh, built with money from the destruction of Jerusalem, from uh, everything that they took, right? From the sacking of Jerusalem. So uh, yes, uh, we, we paid for this museum. Um, all right, so it had some, uh, some, some practical use because Rabbi Al-Azhar was able to go there. And he says, I saw the parochet and I saw that it had blood on it. And it was the blood of the Sayyid, of the Pad and Sayyid of Yom Kippur. So he thinks that the Kohen Gadol is supposed to sprinkle it on the parochet, on the curtain, not on the floor. Okay, now the Gemara asks a question on this Braita. How do you know what kind of blood it was? There is other, other, a uh, couple of other korbanot that also you sprinkle the blood in the Kodesh uh, towards the parochet. And that is a communal sin offering. For example, if the Sanhedrin makes a mistake and tells everybody this is allowed, or they tell everybody that this idolatry is allowed, and people follow Sanhedrin mistakenly. So then the Sanhedrin has to bring a, uh, a, a korban chatat. That one is a very serious one, and its blood is sprinkled in the Kodesh. So we ask, Rabbi Al-Azad, how do you know that this was blood from Yom Kippur? 
pardon Sayyid, maybe it was from the Sayyidim uh, for, uh, for communal sin offerings. The answer is the Chazada, He saw that was an order, right? We saw that in Yom Kippur, you do one and then seven, then you do it one, uh, one, one right below the other in a neat line. So since it was in a neat line, he says, this must be, must be Yom Kippur. Okay, so we see according to the B'Eli El Azad, it should actually go on the curtain. Now we have another, it says Tanan, which is usually a Mishnah, but not always. Here in this case, it's not a Mishnah, it's a Braita. Here we have a parallel Braita. This Braita we just had before, we have another Braita that's very similar, except it's, uh, it says that it's in reference to the Padanim Davar Shel Sibur, the communal offering, um, a communal sin offering. So here's what it says. When Kishumaze, when the Kongadol's when Kohen is going to sprinkle the blood um, for the communal sin offering, it, it would not it should not touch the padochet. But if it did, let's say he overreaches, he throws it, I mean he throws pretty far this one, and he overreaches and it does touch, it's okay. Don't have to worry about it. Does not it's still it's still valid. But he should try not to, You're not supposed to. Um, so here the Bielazar says another uh, testimony. I saw the parochet, maybe it's the same parochet that had two stains on it. I saw the parochet in Rome and I saw the blood of these communal sin offerings. And now we ask the opposite question. How do you know it's for these communal sin offerings for the general sin or for Avodah Maybe it was for it was Yom Kippur blood that for, from the parents of Yom Kippur. No, the Chazanu David the the lo They saw they were not in order. They were not on the line, and that shows it's not for Yom Kippur. It's for something else. <clears throat> okay, uh, we actually have so we see here we have two beraitot that are very similar, and both of them is a machloket. The Tanakama says you do it, you aim for the floor, and the Bielazar says I saw this in Rome. Uh, it could be that these are actually two versions of one beraita. Maybe you only saw one thing, but um, it's remembered in two opposite ways. Um, I think that's likely, but it looks like the Gemara is assuming that they are. He saw, uh, he saw on two occasions, or on one occasion, he saw blood that looks like this and blood not on the line that looks like that. So either way, he thinks that um, in all these cases, the Kohen Gadol or Kohen should aim for the curtain, the Bialazan thinks. Hachamim say no. How would they explain the curtains that are that have these stains? Uh, maybe he missed, and uh, by mistake, it went on the curtains, but it's not supposed to be there. All right, so that is issue number one. Now we're going to ask a series of four uh, questions about mixing. If the blood, now remember, you have to do the, the Kohen Gadol does the blood of the pod and then of the Sa'id, and he has to do it in that order. Now, if they get mixed up, before all the sprinkling, that's question number one. If it gets mixed up in between the inside sprinkling and the outside sprinkling, that's gonna be question number two. If the two cups get mixed up and he doesn't remember which is which, is which that's question number three. And if only some of the blood gets mixed up, but some of it is in the original bowls, that's question number four. Okay, so let's answer all of them. What if the blood of the bull and the blood of the goat get mixed, uh, gets, uh, get mixed up? Um, mixed together, right? They get mixed together. You do eventually mix them after you do that, right? The order is sprinkling on the inside in Kodesh Kodeshim, sprinkling on the curtain, 
separate, all those are separate. Then you're supposed to mix them together and dab it on the Mizbach HaZahav in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the Kodesh. Um, but what if they got mixed up too early before you did any sprinkling? He says, no problem. You could do, uh, you know, two, uh, uh, take care of two bloods with one throw, uh, so to speak. Um, you just take, since it's mixed anyway, so you do one up and seven down. And since it's a mixture of both the pad and the sayid, so you fulfilled both of them in one shot. Okay, that's what Ava said. Now, Amaruha, Kameh, Okay, we have a great line here. So Rava is a fourth generation Babylonian Amora. Uh, uh, so they said this in front of Yirmiyah, who's from Eretz Yisrael. And he said, those stupid Babylonians. You know why he said that? Because they live in a dark uh, land. That's why they say dark laws, right? They're all confused. They can't think straight. We have to give them some light from Eretz Israel. Okay, why, why is he so upset with uh, this? It's because then you're going in the wrong order. Uh, what he's end, it ends up doing is giving the, the up of the sa'ir before the down of the pad. Because since he does one up, and he says this up is for pad, and Sa'id, right? Because they're mixed up. He does it together. But that means he did the up for Sa'id, and then he was going to do the down for both the Pad and the Sa'id. But that means he did the one up for Sa'id before the one down for Pad. But that's not the way it works. You're supposed to do the whole Pad first, up and down, and then Sa'id, up and down. You have to finish all that, right? And we learn this from Mechila. You, you finish each step, um, and, then, and then only then you go to the next step. So this is not good. This is not a good solution, Rava. Right? You're not. Your logic is uh, is dark. So instead of Yirmiya says, here's the solution. If the two bloods get mixed up in a bowl, so then you take a drop. In that drop, there's some pod and some sayid. So the first first you have in mind for the pod. I'm doing the one up, seven down for the pod. And then you go again and you do with the same bowl, but now you have in mind, this is for, for the Sa'id. I'm only concentrating on whatever molecules of this blood are from the Sa'id, one up and seven down. And that way you do it in order. <clears throat> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, case number two. Let's say the ones that are inside, you did it properly, they were separate. Uh, but then the Kuan Gadol got mixed up and he mixed them together before he sprinkled on the curtain uh, outside in the Kodesh. So now what do we do? Papa is the fifth generation Babylonian um, who's a student of Rava, the fourth generation Babylonian. And so he's thinking out loud, he's trying to solve the, the puzzle. And he says, so he says, you do uh, uh, seven down for the pad and the sa'ir, and then you do uh, one up for the, for the sa'ir. Uh, so he's trying to do really both with one, with the same sprinkling, um, which again is not going to work. 
אמר לרבה, אז השתה קראו לן טיפשאה, והשתה טיפשאה דה טיפשאה. רבה says, they already called us stupid for trying to do both sprinklings in one shot, all right? And now they're going to call us the stupid of the stupid. Because they already taught us, and now you're saying the same, making the same mistake, right? It's like bad enough to make a mistake one time, but then someone calls you out and you recognize it, and then you make the same mistake again, right? Call me foolish twice right, on me. So that doesn't, just don't do that. Because in that case, he's trying to, to switch it up by doing the down first, and that way uh, the, that down will be before the up of the next one, but it doesn't work because then you're doing the down of Sayyid before the up of Sayyid, and that's to do up first and then down. So that's no good. Instead, just do the same thing you did before. First do all the sprinklings for the pod, and then do all the sprinklings for the Sayyid on the outside. And all that is fine. Okay, now case number three. Okay, so now what happened is they didn't get mixed up into one bowl, but rather the Queen Gadol can't remember they're separate. But which cup is the pod and which cup uh, bowl is the Sayyid? Hey, when he put them down, he picked them up, he doesn't remember which one's which. Okay, no problem. Here's what you do. You just do it three times. The whole idea is that you have to do it you have to do pod first and then sayid. So what you'll do is um, uh, he um, he takes he takes one of them uh, right. He takes the bowl first and he does that, then the sayid. And if that's the correct order, then the third one that he does is just extra. And if he does the other way, if the sayid was one he did first. Then forget that. The first one he did is just like nothing. He does the pot, second one's the pot, and then the sayyid. Either way, somewhere in there he did pot first and then sayyid, and then he fell, fulfilled all of them. Okay, so that's easy. Now, the last uh, question. Uh, some of them, he has two, two bowls, and some of them, some of the blood got mixed into a third bowl. But he also has the original two bowls, and yes, he knows which one's which. So in that case, when he's going to sprinkle on the inside and on the outside, for sure he'll use the bowls that are separate because he knows what they are. And the one that's mixed, he'll leave on the side. He's not going to use that to sprinkle because, well, he doesn't have to. Uh, he has the separate ones. The question is regarding the mixed bowl, what is its status? Is it called shiraim? Shiraim means leftover. Like when I have two separate bowls, I only sprinkle a little. The rest of it, what do I do with it? I pour on the on the bottom of the mizbeach or on, the, on its foundation. So that's that's what the proper thing to do is. That's called shiraim. But another some uh, another category of extra blood is called dechuyin. Let's say I have uh, I have some blood as extra. I say I'm not going to use this. Right? It's dechuy. It's pasul. So that, since it was not usable, um, I don't pour it on the bottom of this bath, but rather we pour it and we spill it into the canal that, that runs uh, on uh, under Had Habayit. So it's, it's poured out and uh, poured out into the canal. So the question is, in this case, we have three bowls, one of the pod, one of the Sayyid, and one that's mixed. The one that's mixed, I'm not going to use. 
is it left over, but still valid? Because, I mean, theoretically, if I didn't have the separate bowls, I could use it. Or is it tachui? Because I have the separate bowls. I'm going to use those. I'm not going to use the mixed one. So is it tachui? It has to go into the, into the canal. That's the question. And we have two answers, uh, opposite answers. Amar papa. We're going to see right down here, there's a machloket, in a regular case where you have multiple bowls. Let's say you have a bull. Bull has a lot of blood and you have you know, small bowls. So you fill up a many multiple bowls with, it, with its blood. So we, according to, there's one opinion there that says, that the one cup that I use, let's say I only sprinkle from one of the bowls, the other bowls are called shirayim. And that, and I put those on the bottom of the mizbeach too. In other words, they're still valid. Even though I didn't use them, I could use them. And therefore those are valid. The Papa says, even according to that, let's say lenient opinion that calls them all shirayim, that's only because if I wanted to use those other bowls, I could have, I could have picked any of the bowls. But in this case, it's a mixture. The mixture bowl, I couldn't have used. I mean, if I only had it, I could have used it. But since I have the separate bowls, I'm going to use those. There's no way I'm going to use the mixture. So since I would not use the mixture, that one is, is dachui. And therefore, it has to be poured out into the, in, into the canal, into the river. Okay, so that's the papa that basically says, no, you got to take the mix, the mixture of the bowl and pour it out to the river. Says, I think the opposite. Even in the machloket we're about to see, even according to the one that says one bowl does make the other bowl dahui, right? Again, if I have multiple bowls, let's say from the from a pot, I have a lot of blood. I don't need I don't need to use it all. And if I take and I sprinkle only from one of them, the other bowls that I didn't use are called dahui. That's the other opinion there. It's the first opinion actually in the next baraita. Only over there does that Tana say that it goes into the river because I intentionally pushed it. I said, I'm not going to use that one. But in this case, I didn't do anything intentionally. I had these two bowls, Pad and Sayed. They got mixed up unintentionally. And I never said, I'm not going to use the mixture. It just happened by itself. And because I never intentionally pushed it away, therefore, actually, technically, it's valid. And so all gets put on the Mizbeach. Okay, so uh, we have these two extreme opinions. There are no opinions that says that say that the Machloket, in this case, is parallel to the Machloket in the multiple bowls. And whoever uh, says this one is Shirayim will also say the other one is Shirayim, right? Uh, both of them are trying to give their opinions according to all uh, um, opinions in the in the following Baraita. Okay, let's see the actual Baraita now. The Tanya. In Baikra chapter four, regarding different types of chatat, um, it says in one in the first pasuk that the rest the damo yishpoch that you you pour the blood on the bottom of the mizbeach, and in the next case it says kol dama all the blood. So why does it say one place uh, without it and one place with the word kol? So we're going to explain it. Here's now, this is all Tanakama, uh, which is the opinion that Avhuna is, is referring to. So, So, 
So let's say I have uh, an animal and I collect its blood in four different bowls. And now I have to put them on the four corners of the Mizbeach. And so I take one, for, one from each bowl, a drop from each blood and put it on each corner of the Mizbeach. So I used all four bowls. Now the leftover in the bowls is obviously going to be, be Shirayim. I, it's, I mean, it was usable. I in fact used that bowl. The rest of it gets poured on the Mizbeach. That's why it says Kol Dama. All the blood gets poured on the Mizbeach. Now, how about another case? What if I only took used one bowl and from that bowl I sprinkled on all four corners and I never used the other three bowls? So what about that? Since if you hear it doesn't use the word call, it's telling us in that in such a case, it's a limitation, no call. Don't, sp- don't put all of them on the Mizbeach. Only the one you use goes on his back, and the rest of them get poured into the river. Okay, so that's Tanakama. He's the one that said that the extra bowls, the leftovers that you don't use, get poured out, and you don't use them. Um, and this is the one that the Rav Huna said, yeah, but that's only because you decided not to use them, uh, and you did it on purpose, whereas uh, in this case, um, they got mixed up by mistake, and you didn't have in mind. So he thinks that um, even in our case of the three bowls, you would put them all on the Mizbeach, even according to this opinion. Okay, that's the Tanakama. Now, it'll be Eliezer, but it'll be Shimon. This is the opinion that Rapapa was referring to. He says, he disagrees. So here's starting with the second case that he said before. That you had a chatat and you took and you collected the blood in four different cups, and you t- you gave the four matanot all from one cup. Uh, how do you know that? Nevertheless, the rest are called shiraim, even though you didn't use them, and you poured on the mizbeach. Right. So he says koldama actually refers to that case, even though you only used one. Now, question, according to that, that opinion, what about the other pasuk that doesn't have the word call? What do you do with it? That's talking about the shiraim, the leftover that comes out of the throat that they didn't collect in a, in a bowl, right? The, the blood that comes from the animal that goes on the floor, that you can't use. Everybody agrees. You cannot put that on the Mizbeach. That has to go down into the canal. Uh, but uh, even blood that you didn't use um, is considered uh, use is considered uh, usable and shiraim, and therefore goes on the mizbeach. Uh, Papa said about this opinion, and even he would agree that the one that gets mixed up, because you're not going to use the one that's mixed up. You really, you know, you can't use it because you have the other one that's not mixed. So since you can't use it, it's called dahui. So it's worse than this case where it's usable, but you just it's just left extra and you didn't, didn't happen to use it. All right, so now we finished all those four questions and last uh, item for today. <clears throat> After the Kohen Gadol finishes the inside and the outside sprinklings on the curtain, then he's gonna go to the Mizbeach. When he goes to Mizbeach to dab on the four corners, first he mixes the bloods together. He takes the Sayyid and the pot, he mixes it in one cup and mixes it back in the other cup and he does it together. How do we know this? Um, so let's see. Actually, it's the subject of a machloket. Our Mishnah follows the opinion of the Tana that thinks that you do mix them up. 
before you put it on the corners of the Mizbeach. We actually have two Tanaim, and one says that you're supposed to mix them. The other says you're not supposed to mix them, that you put them separately on the, on the Mizbach Hazahav. We, know, we don't know which one, who said which. These Tanaim are actually very interesting and important because they're both students of Rabbi Yishmael. You know, our, our Mishnah and most of the rabbinic literature follows, follows Rabbi Akiva. It becomes the dominant voice. And you have to kind of look hard to find the statements of Rabbi Yishmael. Luckily, we have the Mechilta from the school of, the, of Rabbi Yishmael. And, uh, and you see there that his students, Rabbi Yoshi and Rabbi Anatan, are the dominant voices. So anytime you see them, uh, it's probable that they are, they also studied with Rabbi Akiva, but uh, it's probable that they are transmitting the voice of Rabbi Ishmael. Okay, so uh, now let's see why they, who said which one? We're going to try to figure it out. Tistayim to Rabbi Yoshia, who de'amar me'aravin. Rabbi Yoshia, he's the one that says, yes, they mix them together. And so he's the author of our Mishnah, or our Mishnah follows his opinion. De'amar afagav de'laketiv yachdav, even though Pasuk doesn't say together, it's as if it says together. What Pasuk are we talking about? Right here. Um, the <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so 18, right? Remember, we did the inside, we did the outside. And now 18 says, He's going to go to the Mizbeach, the inner Mizbeach. So all it says in the Pasuk is you take the blood of the bull and the blood of the goat and you put it on the corners of the Mizbeach. It doesn't say to mix them together or not mix them together. It doesn't say, right, it doesn't say either way. So the Biyoshia says, it's as if it says, So you mix them together and then you put it on. Okay, so he's just assuming that. Um, and uh, so therefore he must be the author the the, the 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 opinion that our Mishnah follows, but then the Gemara says no, maybe Afilu Tema Rabbi Yonatan who Shanehachad Ichtiv Ahad, and even Rabbi Yonatan who would not necessarily interpret this pasuk in Vayikra to mean that they're together, but there's another pasuk. This pasuk is in Shemot chapter thirty, which is uh, describing the mizbeach, how to build the mizbeach, mizbeach hazahav, and then it says what to do with it. This mizbeach hazahav. The Kohen, the Kohen Gadol, who represented as Aharon here, will atone for it, uh, with it, on its four corners once a year, meaning on Yom Kippur. And it says again, Achat Bashana. So since it says the word Achat, it actually says the word Achat twice. So uh, literally, it's talking about once a year on Yom Kippur. But since it says the word Achat, it can also mean together. Right, that you mix the the bloods together before you put it on 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 the mizbeach, and so maybe to be an he uses that pasuk even if he doesn't use the pasuk in vayikra, and so therefore maybe they agree both to be and be an agree that you're supposed to mix it together. Tanya de la kishinuyan, but now we reject this last statement. No, to be is not does not think that. Um, I mean, first of all, we have a brayta before that says. One opinion says this, and one opinion says that. Um, yeah, 
so, and here we have a we have the full Baraita that explains it, that that elaborates. Tanya the Lakshinian the Lakar Medama Par Medama Sayed that's pasuk and vayikra. We learn from this, since it says you take this blood and that blood, we learn for that it has to be mixed together. No, you dab it on the on the Mizbeach, first the pot, and then the Sayyid separately. Bioshia says, oh, there's another Pasuk in Shemot that says one, one time a year, but also he learns from that, one dabbing for the whole thing. Right, you you have you atone for it with one action. So therefore, you have to mix it together to do one action. Uh, so that's a good proof of Rabbi Yosheya. Amar Biyonatan, Alokeban Nemamidama Par Midama Sayid. Rabbi says the pasukim Vayikra sounds like it's the opposite: Midama Par and Midama Sayid separately. So Imkain Lama Nemar Achat, Amar Lecha Achat Veloshetai Midama Par Achat Veloshetai Midama Sayid. According to Biyonatan, why does it say once in Shemot? To teach me that I should only sprinkle once from the pod and once from the sayid, not like the others in the curtain where we do once and then seven times, right? Eight, eight times altogether. No, and the, the, those sprinklings are eight times. This one is only once from this and once from that. So he still agrees it's one, but there's two blood, so it's going to be uh, one of each. So that's how he could use that that word. Okay, so that we now we established that there are in fact two opinions, and Rabbi Yoshia is the one that says you mix them together, and we should not follow Rabbi Yoshia. And we end with one last paraita that just gives the opinion of Rabbi Yoshia. Tanya idach so we learn from Vayikra that they get mixed together with each other. Actually, that pasuk is ambiguous. Maybe it means midama pad, kama, and then separately midama seir, and you do sprinkles, uh, sprinkling of each separately. No, that's why the pasuk in Shemot comes to say once one action ustama kedbi yoshia, and this unattributed baraita follows kedbi yoshia. So, in fact, our Mishnah is following only opinion of kedbi yoshia and not the opinion of kedbi yonatan. Uh, so this is fantastic that the Talmud today brought us uh, all the minority opinions in this regard. And also remember with the, with the current that it does go on the current. So for each of the things that our Mishnah assumes that this is the way it is and uh, we follow that, uh, we get to learn some of the older opinions, uh, minority opinions that uh, said differently. Baruch Adonai Lulam, Amen, Amen.